Welcome to New Hope Underground's Jesus Talk. Darren and Drew Hansen take on the subject of why people leave the church. Please look for our new Underground episode along with the Jesus Talk episode to follow each week. Thank you for your support. And now here is Darren and Drew. Hey, welcome to Jesus Talk. And we just have fairly, you know, newly, uh, can I put two adverbs together like that? Fairly newly, absolutely. <laughs> we uh, we just uh, have just newly put this out as a another episode on its own. Uh, you're here. Yeah. So it's you're, happening. You're listening. Mm-hmm. So this is actually always going to be a second episode throughout each week. Uh, the, we'll have our regular New Hope Underground podcast episode, and then we'll have our Jesus Talk episode. And the reason we wanted to do that is because we've been getting some really good conversations, I feel. Yeah, I and think they, I think some people yeah. would like to have that option to to get the, you know, kind of have the, the fun stuff, the news, and the, the little bits that we do, and then or you just get straight to the, the meat on the bone, you know what I mean? Like the the unfiltered conversation about, um, you know. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, about Jesus. Hopefully. Hopefully it comes back to that all the time. I know we can probably you know, kind of chase rabbits. Well, it, that, well, that's because I'm one of the hosts and that's just going to happen. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, yeah, you, between you and I, we're going to chase <laughs> a lot of rabbits. <laughs> and by unfiltered, I don't mean, you know, dad's going to be cussing at any point. That's not going to happen. Yeah. You won't see an E on our podcast. Hopefully. No, definitely not. But uh, not, not at all. But yeah, we've been talking uh, recently. In fact, we this is our second episode of Jesus Talk since we have split it off the the regular episode. And we've been talking about, you know, why people leave church. You said you were concerned about some friends who are really, you know, challenged with whether or not they want to stay at church and right. cultural yeah. reasons. Yeah, I think largely it comes down to... Uh, I think largely, largely it comes down to people my age. The, they they start forming their own opinion, that, and then they realize that doesn't always jive with the church's teachings, so they leave. Yeah, and, and I think part of what we kind of hit on this last episode was hypocrisy, you know, mm-hmm. being an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm we just scratched the surface of it, but let's talk about another issue, possibly why people might leave the church, and that has to do. With leadership, yeah. And when, and when I say leadership, I'm not talking about particular personalities. Uh, by the way, right? Uh, I'm not talking about particular people in leadership. I'm talking about leadership philosophically, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean by that? Um, I would like for you to expound. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I mean by that is, I th- I'm guessing, and maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong, but uh, I'm guessing some people struggle and have struggled with the church in the past. Uh, because of their, they just not so sure they understand or agree with the type of leadership they they see or witness in yeah, churches. For some reason, we live in this age where um, maybe it's just because in just the shopping age and stuff we live in. Everything's on demand and it's on the internet, and there's all these brands out. Uh, we tie like the lead pastor into this role as like the representation of the entire church and whether or not um, we like that church based on the one guy who preaches, <laughs> you know, like, and if you think about it that way, it's kind of ridiculous, but that's what happens. I mean, so many of my friends will, will go to a church just because they like the, they like that um, 
specific style of teacher or they won't go because the the preacher said one thing they don't like right it's just an instant okay one things I don't agree with so now it's Mm -hmm. instant judgment for the whole thing right yeah I I guess I was thinking too along the terms of there are two or three things I guess I could kind of sub point under what I mean by leadership I think people struggle with. I think whether we'd like to admit it or not, because in Christian culture, we love it. But I don't think a lot of people love this celebrity pastor status thing. Mm. There, there seems to be kind of a celebrity, celeb, Christian celebrities nowadays. We we have, for years, the Christian culture and media has mimicked the world's culture and media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to do the same kind of things. Everything yeah. from award shows to raising up particular personalities, selling their books, TV series, and yeah. And I'm not trying to say that any of that, some of that's wrong. I it's it's not. What I'm trying to say is that I think that there are people who are new to church who that leaves a bad taste in their mouth a little bit because they kind of came thinking it was kind of be everyone's equal kind of thing, but they still see right a little bit of a. A difference between the way some people yeah are treated. I think, I think those are the easy ones to see like the this idea of the celebrity pastor who runs this really wealthy church in a big city a lot of people go to they have the best music and he has his own he writes books and releases them and hosts a show with where he has a bunch of celebrity pastor friends come on I think that's the easy one to point out there's nothing wrong by itself in that but um, I think there's also this idea of the corporate pastor, you know, the the guy who runs his his church like a tight, tightly. Yeah, I guess I'm like talking a, like a really yeah awesome corporation. Right, I guess I'm talking about there seems to be a separation between the people in leadership and other people. Yep. And there's just like I know back in the day when I was in school, we talked about this clergy laity division. Mm-hmm. And uh, then those are fancy terms that I don't really like or care for. But you know what I'm talking about. It's like the leadership in churches versus the rest of the people, quote unquote. Yeah, the pulpit versus the pew. As if there's some sort of difference. And there really isn't when it comes to the the kingdom of God. But a lot of people see that. And I think they, I remember one time, I was a youth pastor in Indianapolis, and I was working at a school next door with one of the Christian clubs. I would go in there, and I would kind of help lead a table, talk to kids. And some of the kids that I talked to were from the inner city. They're just inside the loop in Indianapolis. I remember one kid I was talking to, he was just telling me how he loves Jesus, but he's he's not sure he likes his church. Mm -hmm. I said, why is that? He said, well, I just don't understand why. Pastor's got a marked parking space. I got his picture on the wall, and he and he drives a Mercedes. While well, we got people in our neighborhood getting shot and killed, and some people who are hungry. That's a good question. Yeah, see, That's I mean, a fair point. And you just, I just, my my jaw just kind of dropped. I didn't know how to deal with that because, uh, first of all, I just wasn't from that church or from that area. I was from a richer church, to be honest, <laughs> next door that probably had no idea what what kind of troubles they were talking, he was talking about even from a few miles away. That's part of the reason why we got involved, I got involved in the inner city, Indianapolis a little bit, was from uh, motivations like that. But I think mm-hmm. the thing is, 
what I what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I, I, I think that some people when they kind of get in to the church get a little turned off with separation or some sort of division that sometimes is there. I'm not saying it's like mm-hmm. here at New Hope. I'm not because I, I in fact I believe our our leadership works really hard to you know to not we don't separate ourselves or call ourselves something special or or try. Yeah, to, but it takes it takes intention. Right, it takes intention and it takes serving because the culture around, a servant attitude. Yeah, the culture around us will naturally. Uh, want to put preachers and pastors on pedestals, you know they na- they naturally do. Sure, they're yeah. the they're the clergy. They're the men men of well, God. Like I said, I think Christian culture just loves it. Yeah, they love having these celebrities. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem is even if, and I'm not so sure that even some of the quote unquote celebrity people even agree with it. Right. But I think that the truth is good leadership is based upon what Jesus was like. Mm -hmm. Jesus served. Mm -hmm. I came not to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. He would not put himself in the place of celebrity at all. In fact, he backed away when every time that they tried to make him a celebrity, he he kept backing away. Mm -hmm. And eventually he knew it would get him crucified. And, you know, it did. And he had that plan and intention but his leadership style was always taking the towel out and watching the disciples' feet. Yeah, I find it interesting that it tends to be... Le- Maybe this isn't good to talk about. We can edit it out if we need it. But it seems to be leaders that talk about leaders. Leaders that talk about leadership. And it has nothing to do with Scripture, usually. Not not really. They may take a Scripture out to justify what they're trying to say, but... If you look at what was Jesus like, like you said, he didn't say leadership. He didn't talk about leadership. He didn't go up the Sermon on the Mount to talk about, all right, these are the three steps you need in order to to have a fulfilling business, you know, or to have a, like some sort of personal vision for your life. No, those those can be great things, but it's not what that's not how he valued people, and like wh- that's not what it took to to earn salvation. It's not what it took to be in to be a child of God. He said the opposite of what you hear some mm-hmm. sectors say nowadays in Christian culture. You know, deny yourself, pick up your cross, follow me. You know, if you're really going to follow me, they're going to hate you. Mm-hmm. They hated me, they're going to hate you. I mean, I mean, just strong, strong words uh, from the Son of God. And I think, th- I think the thing is, is that I understand the hunger for uh, people who are trying to lead in churches of wanting some some pointers, if you will. How do I lead better? How do I? But it, what we're talking about really comes down to the heart. It's not about it's not about whether or not I learned two or three things that might help me lead better. It's whether it's how do I apply them. But yeah. do do I really come from a philosophy of serving people, or do I see myself as being separated mm-hmm. from them and they need to serve me? Right. <laughs> and I, I think I think there are some leaders, believe it or not, in Christianity who have taken on the mentality that I need to be served, but they've done it gradually and not even realized yep. that's where they're at now. Yep. You know, that's where they're at because they, people have just kept feeding them that over and over. Yeah. I, I heard, I heard a story and maybe that's just gossip or hearsay. But <laughs> I heard a story about in a big church, this pastor, uh, he had someone on staff that basically just ran to get him Starbucks between services that was like their their main 
duty on Sunday mornings. Like this was a paid person. Oh my goodness. So that alone kind of tells you how far it can go in terms of, you know, what we're talking about, this separation of being served versus serving. And I don't know, you just... Yeah, it gets to be where it's almost expected by some. Yeah. And I, I here's the thing. Let me give a really good example of what I'm talking about. John chapter 6. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus gets uh, out of the boat after a long night being away from everybody. I, I think, I, I, I'm not sure if this actually plays specifically in John 6, but I'm going to get to John 6 here in a second. But he, he uh, he's healing people, and, and the thousands are following him. They're coming to be healed. And then he the disciples come to him and say they don't have any food you know mm-hmm. so we have the miracle of the feeding of the 5000 you know which is amazing in of itself then you find in John 6 how the people followed him wanting more food i mean john makes these comments in the scripture because he must be the messiah yeah, so i can imagine how people freaked out like, and he he basically says i'm going to stop feeding you i'm done he says, unless you eat of me, eat of my flesh, drink of my blood, you know, you have no part right. in me. And it says that it's at that moment they all left. And that's when he says to the disciples, you're going to leave me too? And that's when Peter says, where else would we go? You're the only one that has the words of eternal life. Mm-hmm. Now, think about that for a quote-unquote celebrity pastor to say that nowadays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm done giving you what you want. So... You know, if you don't, and then everybody leaves, (laughs) you know, in other words, we are so intent at churches to make sure no one leaves. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's, we're obsessed with it to the point of where, because we, we, we take personal offense or we think we, we take offense on behalf of the Lord or something, Mm -hmm. but the truth be told, the kingdom is so much bigger than just your church, Mm -hmm. you know, my church. And if it's really about the church. Uh, then we're supposed to figure out as leaders, the only leaders that the church should have are people who are seeking to serve. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and if and not offended if somebody leaves. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I think the, the, the leaders I've come to respect the most. And I think a lot of, a lot of people who leave the church or wrestle with this idea of hypocrisy and, and, and leadership. Um, I think the, the leaders that they come to respect are the ones that are, undeniably servants first and don't even care about leadership people will follow them it's it's like this weird catch-22 thing like if you focus on leadership and you focus on you becoming it, it becomes so self-centered self-centered so quickly uh, but if you focus on um actually serving actually living out how jesus did <laughs> why well, i mean not that the goal is to grow your church, but it, it might grow a little bit. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It might, you might find it, might find yourself growing your church that way. Well, in the in the end, when you find him on the cross, no one's there. Mm-hmm. You know, John the apostles there with Mary, and that's about it. Even his own, even his own disciples ran away. So the people he was feeding were the same ones who were yelling for him in the triumphal entry. Were the same ones that were yelling crucify a few yeah. days later. I think that. Here's the thing. God allowed that to happen and to be that way. So he, in other words, he, he had total control. He could, you know, make Jesus popular. In fact, you can make the case that the biggest temptations, uh, like in Matthew 4 and in uh, Luke 4, were the temptations of the devil. 
but also later on and look at the life of Jesus, the biggest temptations were all centered around the same thing, which is to become popular. You know, Jesus, if you, you can become popular and everybody will listen to what you have to say, if you just do it this way, it'll be a lot quicker. You don't have to go to the cross. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that when I look at things like that, I can't help but think that that, must, that means then that God intentionally did what he did, which meant that people left him, mm-hmm. you know. There were, there were moments when he would teach hard, you know, and tell the truth and love and serve people, but it didn't, his goal wasn't to be popular. So, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's that's the biggest thing that hurts the church nowadays, the American church, in my opinion. We really, really, really want to be popular because we think that's what it means to be effective. Yeah, to be a successful run organization, and success means big. And success means more. I mean, success means growth. And liked. Liked, well-received. Yeah. And on a trajectory of something bigger. When in fact, sometimes it's backwards. And we do th- we do that with these. And I've been, believe me, I've been in lots of meetings where that people have been wrestling with this. But we do that with these mentalities and philosophies that we think that we get from the business world or whatever that we think are going to set up our, ourselves organizationally for that kind of success. And in order to do that, we need to set up a lot of the people that are that we pay at the church to be distant mm-hmm. from the rest of the people uh, because, oh, that's going to help build the church. It doesn't. you know. I, and not only that, but it's the wrong mentality. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not what Jesus, you know, what Jesus taught or what Jesus exemplified mm-hmm. in that. But, yeah, I think that's... I don't know. I just think leadership's, and I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not pointing at any people. There's no specific people are calling out. It's just a. In general, I'm talking about the philosophy of well, the age. Well, leadership of the church is very crucial. <laughs> it's something that can't be taken lightly. And it's something, it's, I think it's always good as us in leadership positions ourselves and many of our listeners who are leadership positions in their area, maybe another church even, like, it's good to analyze and good to think and good to pray on and good to seek counsel on. So, well, that's why I love the leadership here at our church because yeah. I know them inside and out yeah. in the sense that our There's hearts are, hearts are right. You know, I'm not saying we do everything perfect. We never, no, nobody does, but the hearts are right of the, of the leadership here at this church. They really do want to serve people. They really mm-hmm. do love people. They want to be, they don't feel like there's a division. They don't want a division. But I, I'm just I'm just talking in general about the American church and, and the and the philosophy that's there that I do think hurts people and a lot of people leave the church eventually because they just feel like a number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's spot on. Hey, we're gonna continue this conversation and we can get into. Yeah, I'd say if if you have questions, Dad, you've you've led some Zoom discussions, Bible mm-hmm. Q and A's yep. for the church. If you're listening to this podcast and you have random questions, send them in, whether it's on Bible, theology, whether it's something specific to underground, whether it's um, this idea of why people are leaving the church, you have just big philosophical questions. Maybe you're debating leaving. Yeah. And you've got you got some things going through your head as to why you're leaving. We would love to hear about it. Yeah. And those talk questions are okay. You need to talk to someone. Don't just... Don't just uh, silently walk away. Don't be that Homer Simpson where he just slowly backs away into the bushes. <laughs> like <laughs> come out and talk about it. You yeah, send us a send us a your question via Instagram yeah. or Facebook. And I 
I think that's a great idea. And I was let me kind of end by saying this, you know, kind of in this uh, section of our of Jesus talk. And that is when I talk about leaving the church, understand something. You are the church. You know, if you're if you're a believer in Christ, you are the church. So you really can't leave. So you but I under, what we're talking about is leaving a particular local congregation. Mm-hmm. So understand we understand this that it is possible that you're not going to feel comfortable in a particular place. It is possible that you're not called even by God to a particular place. You may need to switch, <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know, when it comes to local. But but don't ever, uh, I pray that you don't ever leave the church in the sense of walking out on your faith. Uh, that's, the, where we're, you know, but I know that a lot of people who do leave the local congregation, what they're saying in effect, is that I'm leaving my faith, and so uh, there there are some separate issues there, and I hope we can maybe address those next time too. Like even separate that even more as to what it what it means to be part of the church versus For sure. versus actually following. Yeah, that's Jesus. a good idea. I have a feeling a lot of sermons are going to come from this podcast. Could be some good stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I could use the ideas. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us.